episode three of the new season. Uh, season four. Season four. Yes. This this is the uh, or this whatever. <laughs> Guys, <laughs> this has been a whatever week. Yeah. We call you guys called it. You pessimistic people. Should we say who it? we are first? Yeah, right. Okay. I'm Nick. I'm Chandler. Kevin Wyatt. Josh Cobb. I'm Miles. Let, let's just get right to it. I okay. Think it's funny at least. Which this animal uh, am I? this this was a stupid week. Uh, I think we can oh, all okay. agree. It was also highly anticipated. I'll take um, it. I I figure the Jags will continue to allow 30 plus points per game until they don't. Um, so prove me wrong. Prove me wrong. I don't know. They won't. It's just kind of listless, you know? Just kind of listless? Oh, not kind of. Actually, entirely. Uh, and, and Fred Taylor even said that. I mean, I think one of the saddest things I've ever seen was, because I was at the game, they always have uh, Brian Sexton and Fred Taylor talking about, you know, their recap at the half. And Fred Taylor looked like he wanted to be anywhere else in the world. Like, he, he just... And, and the, the fact that he didn't say this is a futile exercise and a DB should just get on the field and take a nap and refuse to get up because this is pointless, that he, that he avoided saying that is impressive. Fred was and crying, right? Fred was upset. I, I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> that was your joke on Sunday. Right. I thought he was he crying. He was crying. I mean, I, <laughs> I don't know. Like, Quivery, That's a hat, quivery voice. I, I could, I could never, I could never be in the public eye talking about the Jaguars. I could never be on ten ten because I would snap every, <laughs> every single year. Like the guy in the you, Monster House. Yeah, and you have to save that. You have to save your snapping. <laughs> I can say this. One yeah, thing Miles. that I'm noticing is that like old, like players are noticing that there is no energy in our team. And there's a lot of people that were talking about that yesterday about how they wouldn't necessarily run up to the line of scrimmage or the def- or like the defense. The one thing I might not like Jalen Ramsey, but the one thing that I did like about the guy was that every single time he was on the field, he showed up. Mm-hmm. I feel like if old players are looking at our players and being like, these guys are not, they don't seem enthused. That means practice. And that's what he said. He's like, I bet you they practice the same way they came out there and played. And so it's like a thing, man. That's coaching. That goes all back to coaching. Nothing like, is serious for the Jaguars right now, and we accept mistakes. We're okay with Taven Bryan getting run over on the one-yard line by a man who's 10 years his elder. We're cool with it. Come on over, Taven. It's all right, bub. You got it next time. You're going to get him next time. You're 300 pounds, but you play like you weigh 100 pounds. I don't understand. His muscles are filled with <laughs> air like he's a big balloon. He looks like he'll stop something, but I hate him. He's terrible. I keep saying it every week. Yeah, and I'll just I, keep saying that. I mean, yeah, what he's he's easily public enemy number one. Oh I mean, I I I listened to Joe Schobert's mic'd up commentary, and there was one point where he walked up to Taven Bryan in between plays. He's like, "Come on, Big T," and and you know. <laughs> I don't. I don't even think Joe Schobert believed that. Like, I don't oh. think. I don't think he was like, you know what, Big T, you go do nothing again. Yeah. Like, you just yeah. get swallowed up like a graham cracker at a fucking Boy Scout recruit like treatment. <laughs> <laughs> you like a soggy <laughs> Oreo a, in the bottom of yeah. a glass of a, milk. <laughs> I just had this thought. I didn't write this down, but like, I'm just thinking like we have no true winners on our team. 
Well, we have collegiate winners on our team. We have guys from LSU that have won. But we have – there is no winner. Even Joe Sherbert comes from, I want to say, a winless Browns. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm scared to say that this is, like, the most skeleton I've ever seen the Jags. We're, yeah. like – We're stripped no, down. We, we all knew that the offseason was ridiculous. When we looked at it and we're like, yeah, we are stripped down. But now that we're on the field, we're six games in, and the Jags can't stop anyone – I'm like, oh my gosh, they really did know, strip this down to like bare nothing. There's still rookies that haven't gotten any playing time. You know that Sidney Jones was on the practice squad before he was forced into play, and now it's con- considered to be one of our like better corners. Well, there was no. So e- what are they doing? So who are these players in the practice squad that aren't getting any play? You've that's already just, lost the season, that's, man. That's not just that's not just us though. Everyone had. Everyone didn't have an evaluation period. I'm just saying you've but already no lost the season. Their team like the Jaguars did. You've already lost the season. What I what I mean by that is is give some of these other guys playing time because ah, yeah, there's yeah, no yeah. reason to. I mean, if you're going to yeah. do what you're doing, okay. One thing that like this is what ticked me off. This has nothing to do with the Jaguars. So a little side side note. But All right, you got 60 Green seconds. Bay, fine. Break. Uh, and it could be less than that. Aaron Rodgers yesterday oh. decided to pull himself out of the game in the fourth quarter with three minutes left on the clock. You know why? Because he was embarrassed? No, because they knew they had no <laughs> chance of winning, and they would rather not be injured three minutes knowing that there's not going to be any sort of positive outcome for it, so he went and sat on the bench. Same thing I'm thinking for the Jacks. All right, you have a couple of good players, right? Maybe. Wait, we got like one or two, maybe three, that I could like would like to keep and make sure that they don't get injured. Like, or you have Miles Jack going and hurting his ankle on Sunday, yeah, potentially being out for right. three to four weeks when it doesn't matter. Like, it's not going to, nothing's going to come of it for him being out there or not being out there. So find another, find your depth. Go find those players that are sitting on your practice squad that say, you know what, we're going to put you in this week because it doesn't really matter. And it never really mattered in the first place, right? <laughs> we're not really going to change anything until the. Coaching staff changes. That's what I'm saying. Why does that even matter? Are we using our best pickup lines on married women, you know? There's that's my point. totally like, a melancholy that's just sitting over the team right now, and I think it's – I am agreeing with it for a sense because I think it means that they will fire the coaches at the end of the season. For sure. Seeing as how dead this thing has gotten and as how ugly it is, I say keep this terrible vibe around the Jaguars for the rest of the season as the guy who's like, this ensures that these guys are out of here for us because you're saying no energy. The people who used to play for the team are saying no energy. The fans aren't even – people are snapping. Like you said earlier, people are snapping. We can't really talk about something that's not our radio station, but when people call into the other radio station, oh, yes – Sunday was special. I was actually enjoying the energy of the city from what I was hearing because the anger is getting to a point. The scariest part is that we don't know. I don't know if Shad Khan even. Yeah, it's he has no presence right now, and that's the scariest thing to me. Oh, Where absolutely. Yeah, I mean, and, and that, that extends to Tony Khan, too. I mean, I've been on this train for a couple of weeks now about Tony Khan is – solely focused on AEW wrestling and Fulham football. There's been almost no talk of the Jaguars whatsoever. I've been tweeting Tony Khan. I've been DMing him on, 
on wow. Instagram. And and it's not crazy stuff, right? I'm I mean, just trying no, to get him to say hi. And, and he, <laughs> we seriously. do have to ask ourselves no, if there remains any part of this horse <laughs> to be. So you're just sliding through no, his DMs. I, I, I have been sliding hey. in his DMs basically just saying like, hey, Tony, do you care about the Jaguars? Just quick yes or no. And uh, and I'm getting nothing. Uh, and, and my theory is this, because, and this is what's interesting. I actually saw when I looked Tony up, Tony Khan on, on Instagram, the next page is an Instagram page called Tony Khan Out. And it's from Fulham supporters that hate Tony Khan so much. Wow. Every single post is dedicated to how the hell can we get Tony Khan <laughs> out of our lives? You and know I, why, think, I almost think what's interesting is Tony Khan, I think the reason he's focusing on wrestling is because you cannot criticize someone for wrestling because it's fake. It doesn't, it doesn't matter, <laughs> right? But that's the same and thing, though, right? That's the same ideology. Like, okay, Shad Khan <laughs> is an owner of a football team and doesn't even know all the rules of football. Yeah. It's the same thing about guaranteeing you Tony Khan. I mean, how much of actual English football does he know about? Yeah, now you I, have somebody running your... English team, you know, I mean, your football team. Yeah, and I, <laughs> I, I think, I think his focus has been more on Fulham because he, he, he I think he's been given a, a greater role with Fulham, but he still supposedly does analytics for the Jaguars, and you used to see pictures of Tony Khan in the locker room. He used to be more involved with the team, and now he's just MIA, nowhere to be found. You don't hear anything, and that's to Chandler's point. That's what's so eerie about this whole thing, and that's what made me laugh. Super hard when I saw later on Fox Sports, apparently they brought up Shad Khan and they said, you know, he's one of the underrated owners in the NFL. I heard that. Compared to so who? I was so can angry I, Can about I actually that. bring something How up that I was talking? How much do you think he paid for that, uh, <laughs> yeah, for that yeah. comment? I was talking to a friend yesterday about this and I was like, okay, football-wise, Shad Khan is in the lower, lower realm of owners. In terms of infrastructure and what could potentially Rookies that are maybe trashing the city now because we don't have a presence downtown like these other large cities. We also don't have a billionaire. You cannot rely on the city to up front put up billions of dollars to create infrastructure that needed to be created 30 years ago. You can't? I, I thought that's why they... Wait, wait a minute. I, don't I think thought it, we paid that money every April so that we could... Demand that exact. Type I mean, there's of a lot stuff of things that it's obviously going to. I mean, and there's things like public schooling that I'd much prefer it go to, and let the millionaire or billionaire, the private billionaire, go ahead and pay for the infrastructure that honestly should have been taken care of about 20 or 30 years. I ago. don't believe in waiting for Superman, and it feels like our team is being held captive by the desires of one of these these adventurer billionaires who's just kind of having fun. No, it's not. Yeah, it, we're well, just waiters on a yacht going to a location that no one cares Nick, about. We're, we're trapped in a shitty theme park roller coaster tycoon style and Shad Khan developed the theme park. Shad Khan could have nobody come to the stadium and him being an NFL owner still make a profit at the end of the day. They get more money just off of TV revenues than they do off of like the fan experience. Especially if you're talking about our fan experience. So let's get one thing straight. The reason why there's incentive <laughs> for other, other um, not NFL related. Do like all other, teams operate like this? The NFL does. The NFL is one of the very rare, <coughs> we only one of the cover very team, rare like, leagues especially. to where they, the owners still achieve a profit if at the end of the year their team is 
like under the like. Well, and that's one of the reasons why Khan bought the team in 2012 for 770 million, and it's worth two billion today. Shad Khan, every time he and Mark Lamping talk about the financial struggles of the team, it is completely bogus, in my opinion. And what's the incentive? Uh, What's the incentive of going and getting a Super Bowl if, one, you don't know much about football, and, two, you're still getting a nice fat check at the end of the year? Yeah, see, this is the terror of living in America where we have such a good economy that you can make money even if you're very bad at your job. But you have to actually care about what you're doing, right? Like, you actually have to have some sort of genuine inner care. I don't know. Taco Bell took half the menu away, and I think the CEO doesn't care at all. It's It's really interesting where the discipline in our team went when the discipline went out the door. And, yeah, I'm talking about TC. When TC left... Every oh, man. all all at the man all attitude left and actually he was brought on by Shot Khan. Shot Khan brought him on because that is how little he knew. He knew that TC won two Super Bowls and he was like, I just want that guy back here. And so and so, and he had ties to the franchise. It right, was like it right, was a beautiful right. marriage. Ties, uh, right, right. This guy did something whenever he, and he would he did something and then came back. It's a beautiful story if we would have gotten to the Super Bowl. Right, been right, like, right. Shot's like, Shot's like a bittersweet feeling, though. I feel duped as far as a product on the field is concerned and an owner who even knows about what the product on the field should look like, but I don't feel duped because I think he makes us more desirable every single year he than does, he does actually. something to our city. And so that's that's the point. That's I what know. I was saying. So I'm sitting here in limbo. Limbo. I'm like, the shitty guy who right. doesn't know what the fuck a coach is, but, sorry, but <laughs> he's going to make... That La J suite. Yeah, he's gonna, gonna make, make La J suite. Got Moss to move over to the, to the side where the, everything's being built. The only thing built, I didn't like, agree with, you guys which, are all talking at once. Sorry, well, the only thing I didn't agree with was was the the two games in London. Like I I was fine with us having a contract for four years for one, but I think that with La J happening, we're gonna have all our home games back. We're gonna have more a, a better fan experience, <laughs> minus maybe minus wins. But look, that, we don't have TC. We don't have TC. And or we anyone should, like we that. We shouldn't have got, t- got rid of TC, and I think that was honestly a move from a, like a financial standpoint because he wasn't losing that much money, but there were grievances being filed. There, were, there was a lot of crap going on inside of the front office. That and We were also losing players. Losing players because Tom Coughlin. That's what I say. This debate, right. hindsight, 2020, I disagree. I think it was all player – uh, rep that guy right. Tom Coughlin fight. Yeah, yeah, true, true, it true. was every player that came out and said that he was not someone that they wanted to work for that got Tom Coughlin fired. Well, and no one replaced him though. And that's no one replaced sit. him because it's like it's like he was the head of football operations. And if you look back in our history, Tom Coughlin was like our GM slash head coach. Like, and then Shaq Harris came along. One of the rare, yeah, you coaches know what I mean? to do that. Right, right, right. Which, which to do it well too. Because obviously Bill O'Brien couldn't well do that. But Bill that. Belichick does it beautifully. Bill, right, Bill so. Belichick does it right. I, so I, I do want to push back real quick because Chandler bringing up, you know, Shad Khan on the one hand is evil for not caring about the team, not caring about football and, and all the bad optics there. But, you know, the, the development, the Lot J project, anyone could do the Lot J project. And I say that because the city is looking, and this is a quick blip. This isn't really football related, but the city's looking to give Shad Khan a $65 million interest-free loan. If the city gave me a $65 million interest-free loan, I could also make Lot J happen. 
This is basically a giveaway to one of the richest people on planet Earth. A million dollars not get logic done. Well, no, but but my, my point I is, could, I, could, I get it. I'm I'm saying I'm saying what Shad Khan specifically is going to put into the project. That's it. It's a sixty-five million. It's a sixty. It's a sixty-five oh, million about dollar. One project versus if you look at it from like a larger frame of work, he's put on on Daly's place. He gave us an indoor practice facility. Right. He's doing a lot of things. He uh, and he still owes the city money for that too. I'm sure. I'm sure. Is is that this is just one thing that you add on to something else? It's kind of like I use the analogy of like when New York was being built. You had one millionaire that went in there and decided that he was going to build infrastructure. Rockefeller went in there and built all this infrastructure, and now it's those uh, same buildings are still around today. They're going to be around for hundreds of years. That's like, you know, and and that's true. <laughs> but I think I think the one thing <clears throat> that I think the city needs to do. Because no one is able to get to con. No one, like, there's no pressure. Everyone in the city, most people that are Jaguars fans are like, okay, something's got to change and nothing is changing here. And I think one thing the city could do is put pressure, get something out of this deal. Instead of just give Shad Khan $65 million and say, well, there you go. I think the city should say, all right, we're going we're gonna to extend the lease on the stadium so we make sure that we have the stadium for longer. But also... If the city said your interest rate is tied to the success of the Jaguars, if the Jaguars play better, then your interest rate is lower. If they have a worse year, you pay a higher interest rate. And you could structure that because if they could have adjustable rate mortgages, they can have adjustable rate interest rates on on one of the richest people on planet Earth. That's all I'm saying. uh, Okay, so as just a Joe Blow fan on the ground, maybe I don't live in Jacksonville. Maybe I don't know what the price of concrete is. This all seems like crazy levels of corruption. Absolutely. Like, this just seems like bribery and corruption. And it's like, why don't the Jags have people who, who, play f- who know what football is and care about the team? And why can't the Jags just play good? And you guys are talking about like all these concrete breaking contracts and all of it's these like smoky backroom a, deals. Well, because as a that Jaguar as a fan, fan, it's like... I almost feel like obligated not to need. Well, here's the reason. Well, here's well, no, as a fan, as long as we've been fans, this is actually some of the more specific things that I think we can like actually pinpoint. No, the reason why, but this is the reason why I say that this is inaccurate. It's it's crazy that this is the reason behind all of it. It's it's all connected, and the fact that we even have to think about this is insane. So I've been to I've been to multiple. Well, I've been to. Well, I've been multiple like sports facilities, but the one that I think about most is the one in Atlanta that somehow has the has the stadium that's connected to the um, giant thing that they use for like comic cons and stuff like that um, for like you e- for like events. But it's like literally, it's huge. It's like just a bunch of giant rooms that people can like do things in. But it's directly attached to the stadium, and it's kind of like this village, almost like this campus. And then you go and you look at Dallas. And Dallas's campus, for their stadium alone, not even their practice facility, because their practice facility is not near their stadium, which is ridiculous. But it's like a little village. It's like a little town. Well, this You look at Las Vegas, the structure for the new stadium in Vegas. Well, look at the new stadium in Pushing on in what Kevin LA. said, I think this only furthers his point that Shad Khan is not a genius 
he's doing what all businessmen do is you look at when you're redesigning the stadium around Jacksonville, what you don't need to come up with a whole bunch of new plans. You need to say what stadium in America currently makes the most money. We're just going to wholesale do like eight out of ten things that they And that's do. essentially what they're doing. Because if you look at any, like the new L.A. stadium literally has a rend- – It's well, it's not a rendering anymore. But whenever they did like the wide shot of it, there is a place for the fans to go. And like pregame, like it's like a small little village area. It's got like all these bars. It's got like these like outdoor stages and stuff like that. And that's everything that Lot J is, right? I mean, you could imagine being living in one of those apartment complexes and looking out your window and seeing the stadium. Hey. That's not maybe something that we could do, but maybe our kids could. Like, may, or maybe we could. I mean, shit. Like, we're young. Like, who knows? But like, hey, if I'm a Jags, that's pretty cool, fan, man. Like, if I'm a Jags fan and I moved to Asheville, North Carolina. And I'm just watching these games, and I'm like, what's happening? And I hear any of this type of talk in response to, like, what's going on with my team. I'm ripping all of my hair out. Well, I'm and trying yeah, to get it like this. You would understand that, to summarize all of this, the Jaguars are so bad that, as a fan base, we're now seeking Some infrastructure outside of our stadium to make it slightly desirable so that we might believe that the Jaguars can even get their heads on straight to lead their team in a direction to put a good product on the field again. But well, we're, we're, so we're, we're grasping that's straws. That's crazy. Right? We're, so so, we're, we're so talking d- about a billionaire breaking ground with concrete so that we hope to God that it makes something cool more out appealing. of our stadium and it makes a player want to come now, play for our city that now here's we'll put the, on. Here's the crazy thing about how much of a bank shot that is. So is that's presupposing that the talent that we have is an unwinnable team. We Absolutely. have a team that we cannot win with. Currently, they're, currently the team that we cannot have... Win with. It's not win. a matter of direction. It's not a matter of coaching. We have a team that cannot win. No, there's not enough talent. There's not enough talent, and the coaching, coaching is not very good. It's talent and coaching, it's and it's so bad that it all needs we to We actually stop. have a lot of talent. So this, there's no way I can... We, had, we talked about that last week with the whole Big McAdoo crap. So it's like I got a tortilla, I got cheese, I got like tomatoes. You're saying there's no way I can put these Taco Bell ingredients together to make like a, a thing. It's they like, it's all can't bad. do it. Those no. coaches can't do it. They obviously. can't. Okay. No, all they right. had yeah. talent. They couldn't do it. Our best defensive. Because I thought the draft was specifically meant to like prevent this type of debacle where you can't spend so you your way out of the people, hole. You're in. Like, how do you like draft 14 people and then not have people that you drafted on the practice squad? Th- you're talking about a whole other part on the of field. our team that's cursed. You're talking about a whole other part of our team that's cursed, which is no talent that we draft makes it to a second contract. Am I so there's exactly, a whole other thing right there. That's wait, a whole different thing exactly. as, as I, to why we still suck. This literally, is, Miles Jack is literally... Am I only, just gaining the football literacy to understand how bad <laughs> things are? Yes. yes. <laughs> You're now realizing every single problem that the Jaguars have. It is not just suck. Blake Bortles, deeper Yannick, than suck. Yannick Ngakwe, Jalen Ramsey, all first-round picks... Out. So you're saying it's the money, it's the direction, Not it's Yannick. the city, it's the infrastructure. Well, and okay, it's the, the leadership. The entire I'm the entire reason we went down this rabbit hole is because we are so oh desperate <laughs> to find any explanation whatsoever for how this could be such a poorly managed program. And we go to well, they bought AEW. Well, Shad Khan bought Fulham. Well, Shad Khan's doing this. He's doing that. He's not focused. He doesn't on care. Us, He's not focused about. on the football team. I, at this point, I would rather have. Here's a, my whole thing about it. Wild out Jerry Who? Jones and, and Sorry. that's Sorry. responsible. I, I, Jerry Jones gets criticism for yeah. trying to control everything. I'd rather have that. I'd rather have that than not someone that doesn't care at all. 
But I have That's a question, though. Like, who else? Because you guys said that the city would do this. Like, the city doesn't have the ability to make a budget now. Like, what? who was going... Like, when was the city going to get around to building downtown? Come on, let's... let's well, you know... No, I'm just... I'm just at, I just want right, to know right. because... Like, really like, quickly, really quickly. It like, would have like, been private. We need... Plans, we plans, need Wait, that. this is becoming like a Jacksonville yeah, architecture because, and saying. conspiracy it's theory really, podcast. It's related because it's the owner. It's really quickly. The, 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 this has been this has been in the works for years, and it's literally been this is how this is how you have a plan, and the plan has to be approved. This is now the final plan, or this is the plan that has now finally been approved. People come at plans. Lodge was an it was an idea. Hell, the aquarium was an idea, but no one was wanting to get behind it. People have been wanting to get behind Lot J for years, and they finally came up with a plan that can be approved. Is the and city getting strong armed by keeping a billionaire at an interest free rate? Absolutely. I agree with that. Absolutely. I think our city needs to step put their foot down just because Shad's the only mil- billionaire, sorry, in this city doesn't mean that he gets to come in that. here and run your city. Right. Like, right? You Look put your foot down and you get your money because our people are the people that produce more product for him. So there is, like well, Jacksonville his, does his, have clout here. That's his seller. For me, yeah. It the, is. Shaq the, Khan just the, seems the, to be bullying us the, around. Like, the developer. And not caring about the product on the field. The we developer, get bullied around and we don't win. The developer that Shad Khan is working with and the city is working with, Cordage Companies, they have done this all across the country. They've done this in St. Louis. They've done this in Louisville. They've done this in Texas. They've done this a lot of different places. And it's a cookie cutter, cut and paste model of, of a, a cute little village by the stadium. And of every single one, I looked into this. I went deep. The, the, city of Jacksonville, the, the city of Jacksonville is getting fleeced more than any other oh city on this Do project. Do not tell me we can look at like the youngest. What is like the first stadium that they did this with? We can look at the economic projections of the area around it like 10 years well, out. You mentioned St. Louis and they don't have a football team anymore. Oh my Jackson, God, why? <laughs> Jackson, Jacksonville, Jacksonville is the only city that has a 50-50, 50%, public-private financing partnership. Every other city, it's like 10, 15, 20. And Cordish companies pays for most of it because they stand to actually earn the revenue from the hotels and the, and the apartments and the businesses. So Jacksonville has gotten backed into a corner where our politicians are so afraid. They're so, they're so thankful that this Superman billionaire came to our city <laughs> that they're willing to go 50-50 and get nothing in return. The city will own one music venue and they get no other revenue. The property taxes that will be levied from this building are not going to be fully taken in for the first 10 years. Oh, wow. So, so what the city is paying versus what they're getting is oh, it's nothing absolutely wow. awful. Okay, so it's a hate crime on the children of tomorrow. But the problem nice. is, right, if you're on city council and you vote against this, then you're but you're voting against the future. You're voting against development. In, in, it's kind of it's kind of it's right? kind of like when a congressman votes against a Hurricane Sandy relief bill because it's got five million dollars for a bridge in Tulsa, and like he can't explain that on on paper. It just looks like I voted well, against well, I was Hurricane the, Relief. Daly's place and all these places are going to be long or going to be around well after Shad Khan dies, well yeah. after we die. I don't know what the e- economy is going to be like in 100 years, but I can tell you what, I bet that stadium is still going to be standing. Really? What are you suggesting? Uh, there's a lot of, I don't know if you realize how many abandoned stadiums there are. 
in this in not just in this country but around the world. So I'm not oh, yeah. suggest I wouldn't be suggesting that we're going to lose our team under that pretense that I was making. If so. a man asked me to bet high or low <laughs> if that stadium's going to be there like 50 <laughs> years from now, Lot J will be the landing 2.0 in 30 years. Damn it, I wasn't going to say it, but you said it. <clears throat> Got him. Know, Nothing is certain, be... and I'm certainly not bending my. I'm not certainly. I'm not giving I'm some dude sixty-five million dollars of tax money on the promise of something that's going to happen when my kid is like graduating. My my unborn child is graduating from college. I'm just more optimistic than pessimistic because we are. We literally don't know what it's what the outcome is going to be, and we're all foreseeing this off of our own subconscious perceptions of what reality is right now. So it's all going to be skewed. So I. I I don't know. I, I think that just the same way that there's a church that I literally live right across from that's been around since 1908. Yeah, sure. There could be a infrastructure down there that could live to be 100 years. Hey. It's not inf- it's not an unforeseeable uh, idea. You know what I mean? It's not it's not out of the realms of reach. You know what I'm saying? It's not very far fetched. Yeah. I mean, but you might be getting fleeced the first ten years. That's not. I'm not going to disagree with that. But guess what? <laughs> the, the other ninety years might end up being okay. Well, I think about the opportunity cost. Like there are folks in Northwest Jacksonville that still don't have basic infrastructure. They still don't have people coming to pick up their trash. I mean, there, there's there are certain parts of the city that are so underserved that it makes no sense to say let's spend two hundred and thirty million dollars on some project that may or may not succeed and we're not going to get any economic benefit from. Well, I think that's the gain of having the billionaire putting in as much as he's putting in for as many uh, projects that he's a part of. Sure. Is that you, at some point, you're going to realize we're that the, if the taxes were to fall Yeah, we went in the rabbit hole. Come on. So back, right, right. back Who's got to, a ladder? I think Who's got back, a ladder in so, here? So back to football for our listeners in Asheville, North Carolina. Um <laughs> <laughs> Are many, many, many listeners. I'm just wondering how the Jags are doing. It's actually 70% of our listeners. I don't know who any of these names I think are. we talked about how this was not going. Right, so, yeah. so uh, for me, all right, Doug Marone, <laughs> this past week, going back to this past week, the I'm done with Doug Marone permanently train. Uh, yeah, I was already on that train, but it, it started accelerating. It's going over the canyon at this point. You're trying to get other people on it with exactly. you Exactly. Uh, when when Doug Marone said Todd Wash's job well, is safe, over because he I said as long <laughs> he said he said as long as long as I am the head coach of this football team, Todd Wash's job is safe. If I'm Shad Khan, I fire Doug Marone immediately after he says that. That is an insane thing to say. Hogwash for Todd when you, Wash. When you have the worst defense in the league as a head coach, I mean, Doug. What are you doing? Like, I mean, are you really? I guess like a are true you really captain, He's going down with the ship. Yeah, dude. he's like, stepping in front of a bullet for Todd yeah. Wash. That's insane. <laughs> Doug Marone is knowing such full well also that he's probably not going to get another head coaching job for a while once he no. leaves yeah. his job. Like, who's going to? Doug Marone's name should be Rug Marone because people just walk all over him all day. I mean, like Doug. Doug no one Mar- respects Doug Marone. Doug, Doug Marone has this loyalty. To Todd Wash, that is like it's stupid. It's on par with a lower it's level associate stupid. of the Sinaloa cartel towards the Sinaloa cartel. Like it's like he's afraid he's gonna be murdered if he says, <laughs> yeah. "You know what? F Todd Wash." Like, yeah. is Todd Wash a violent person? How? Maybe. I don't understand. I, he's a handsome man. Uh, Someone's gotta Doug be scared Marone, of him. Maybe Doug Marone was drowning in a river one day, and Todd Wash like dove in. And pulled him out, pulled him to shore, gave him mouth to mouth, 
And and Doug Marone just knows that he's like, I can't, I can't. I I'll can't. never fire you, no matter I'll, how bad your defense. Todd, Todd Washington. I defense. owe him my life, and falling in love with you wasn't part of the plan. Dude, if you fell in the St. John's River, I believe that. That's kind of that's kind of romantic. I, I, I Nick. Have, I have, <laughs> can I say something I have, uh, that I've been thinking about? Well, go ahead. How does it? Well, Dude, I think I said this last episode, but about the GM. So I thought about this, like. As a GM on like Madden or something like that, you mm-hmm. draft somebody and you keep them on that team for what, like four or five years, I'll right? How long I want to, Josh? And they, Play but but here, but my <laughs> point is, is that they become veterans eventually at some point, and those veterans are the people that the rookies look at when they are coming into the league. I'm if you have your first five, five. First round picks that are no longer here. You have no veterans to teach the young rookies that are coming in how to actually play in this league and how to actually approach the game. And any sort of development that we had goes out the door when Dave Caldwell cannot sign these guys to a second well, contract. So, so I will say this: they are stretching with with signings like Schobert, with signings like Hood, with, who, like I said again, cannot be here. With signings like Korea as well. They are stretching. Like, like I actually don't think they're trying to lose. I literally, like I said last week, I think the coaching staff is so subpar that they do not, they do not know how to communicate with the younger generation. And I, I, like, I also think, like I said earlier, the discipline. There's no discipline in this locker room, which is why you need older guys in your locker room. And we, we lost that. So that's so. So as far as Calais, like Calais Campbell, I think three sacks on Sunday. I that's the that's literally. One of the many things that he could have provided, which was like Calevon probably would have really appreciated that. Oh, to have sure. Oh, sure. Campbell here oh, for to kind of, sure. oh, for sure. Even if Yannick the, was going to show his ass, Clay's was still going to show him the rope. So this is where you know I bring Shaq Khan like, into the picture. <laughs> Wait, now you're just bringing Shaq. Well, I wasn't really <laughs> in on that whole Shaq city Khan deal though. that y'all talking about, but this is where I bring him in. It's like, it's like, <laughs> if you hear this guy, a 35 year old or whatever, wants 15 million, and you got it. In your back pocket, give it to him. He's the only old head in your locker room. And he's you need old heads in your locker room. You just do. Is Shad Khan allowed to just put his own money up for players? Yes. Oh, there's a salary cap. Oh, there is a salary cap. You're not allowed to just... You got to do it in the parameters of the money that your team actually has on their cap. So when we say Shad Khan is a billionaire, is he like a Mark Cuban billionaire? Is he like a Donald Trump billionaire? Well, you can't can't compare the two because the NBA... Is different from the NFL. What I mean is, does does Shad Khan have say, money, or does he have a lot of assets like, that could like all Mark fold Cuban, in on themselves? Mark no, Cuban, he's Mark, got money. Yeah. He's got money. He's, got he's money. like so he's, he's just being he's just being cheap. Then no, no, no. But but like Shanley said, there's a salary cap. I well, yeah, and the I salary was, cap exists to keep the game competitive. But right. really, it exists so like billionaires it, don't no have sal- to spend as much money. There's no salary cap in the NBA, right? There is a salary cap. There is. Yes. Then how can you get all these big name players on a 15 man roster the way they do? Because basketball they cut everyone before they do stuff like that. They don't hold anybody to long term contracts. True. And if they bring in a bunch of people, they all bring them in around the same contract. So like LeBron, right, right, right. they all had around three to four year contract. You can give people that much time and then allow your back end to kind of rebuild up so that whenever you have to either resign one of them, you have the ability, but you can't resign all three. Uh, look, what, I, what I'm trying to Guys, say... Guys, like, like I a, think a we need, like, an actual intervention here of some sort. Like, this, 
from the way you guys have described this, it sounds like we're in a sticky situation. Like we need to get like a fan backlash. There, you know, there, there uh, in a sticky situation down down the street. We're fine. We all have jobs. We're good. I, two, well, 2000, <laughs> 2000, those, guys, those guys down there are gonna, are gonna be are, are fucked. Two thousand <laughs> two thousand twelve was somehow worse. And I always I bring this up to remind, you know, folks that maybe just became Jaguars fans in the late like 2008 to 2012 that was yes. such an incredibly dark period yes. of time 2009 was okay they almost made the playoffs but right after that the the, the stadium wasn't even named it was Jacksonville Municipal Stadium yes. there were 40,000 people going to the games the team was listless i, I mean Blaine Gabbert was the quarterback Bears we've game. we've had truly darker days this is approaching as dark as it gets just because of the context because of like how long Shad Khan's been here. Like now the feel though also like this is I wanna scarier just scarier to me than two thousand and twelve. So so like Nan- the path we're heading down is like like no one like, like so, so let me ask re- you this. Re- re- really quick re- let me say something to the chat. Like no one <laughs> wants to be here. No <laughs> one wants to be here. L- literally guys have control of, of where they sign a contract. They don't want to come to Jacksonville. If they do come to Jacksonville, as soon as we pay them a, a, a crap load of cash to come here and retire. But oh, we've killed the desire. Oh, like, we, it's gone. We've got, like, the it's cheerleaders gone. from the Waterboy. These, water boy, these like, guys talk. Jalen Ramsey and the, Yannick, they all talk, dude. That's all, the importance of the infrastructure. That's what I'm trying to say. Because you don't, if you don't build a team through the draft, you've got to build it through creativity. You ha- if you build through creativity, you have to have the appeal to these players to do something other than show up to work and go home. Like, I wouldn't mind if like, Gardner Mitchell became our next Chad Henney. You, see, you know what I mean? Chad Henney... Stuck around for a he while. He stuck around for a long time, but we, we didn't well, draft... David did, too. We didn't draft Chad Henney, but he stuck around for, like, I want to say five-plus years. Right? Yes. It Anybody? sucks that this is what it's at, but honestly, I when miss- it gets so bad, when it gets so bad that the play on the field is not even worth talking about... Like- Here's these are what, these are the thoughts that go through the Jaguars here, fans' heads, man. Like, here's what I'm putting forward: is that like if the president develops a brain tumor, we invoke the 25th Amendment. You know, we're like, hey, listen, like we get it. For, Woodrow yeah. Wilson had a stroke, and we needed someone to have their finger on the button, so we got to get you out of here. Is there any like break glass in case of? Activist billionaire no, taking control of your city. No. The owner is the owner. There's no. only 32 of them. He literally owns it. It's like it's you own your car, and one of us going, "I don't like how you own that car," and you go, "Too bad." Doesn't matter. I no. thought I thought Abraham Lincoln said that you couldn't own people, Miles. <laughs> he owns the logo. He owns they just the don't call name. it that. I'm sorry, but <laughs> I'm sorry, but the NFL boss. wasn't wasn't created. It's really hard to play <laughs> You can only enslave millionaires. Nick, it's really hard to play football <laughs> when you don't have a locker room, a uniform, a logo. <laughs> like I don't mean to compare the room. NFL to... All that You're saying <laughs> being a millionaire isn't like being in chains? <laughs> All that All being right. said, fellas, we're still going 8-8. Eight and eight. No. Yes, we are. I'm looking at it right now. No. Yeah. How right. are you so, imagining so, us no, winning a game? We're about to get this victory against Tell the me which teams you... Go. Chargers, Texans. Steelers, because we always do. Browns, Vikings, Bears, Colts. All right, so Chandler's lost his mind. No, um, <laughs> no way. Maybe first the Browns all, was outlandish in what I said. First of all, first of all, yes, we we. No, no, I'm in. I'm in. Oh, I'm full in there, chaos. Literally, we're playing the yeah. hardest. Th- no, 
we're not playing the toughest. Like the, the, we're playing the NFC North this year. They're not the toughest. It's easier NFC. for me to say teams will lose to in the next couple games. Titans, Ravens, all Green the Bay, AFC Packers. North. That's it. No, Titans, Ravens, Packers are the teams that are going to beat us. All Chandler, the AFC North. We're losing. That'll to be dogs. our chances. We're even losing to the Browns. Dog. What are you it's talking about? That, we could lose. <laughs> to right, the losing to the Steelers. We are beating the Steelers. We no, always beat the Steelers. Don't even, <laughs> don't even go there with me right now. For the listeners at home, Chandler tossed his phone in the air. <laughs> A and demon then just it spurred when out he of, said that. Have you guys ever seen Lord of the Rings: Fellowship of the Ring? When like. When, <laughs> when Frodo, too much time. We've got no, to move Frodo, on. <laughs> Frodo is like talking to uh, Bilbo, and Bilbo gets close to the ring, and like that little demon pops out of Bilbo. Yes, yeah, that's what, that's what Chandler, Chandler just did, dude. Don't get twisted, Chandler. Just I don't care what kind of moment. curse we have going on us right now. We own the Pittsburgh Steelers. <laughs> Bring me a Primanti Bros sandwich while you're at it. Because we're getting that victory. You don't care the what Steelers. Kind of, you don't care. I what don't kind of care. Take, you don't take care. Them to the Super Bowl you Steelers. We're gonna beat them in that. You don't season. care what kind of tape um, we're driving. All right, the Steelers. <laughs> the Steelers have one of the best defenses in the league, and Chandler is crazy for a lot of reasons, but <laughs> namely, fair. here's one, uh, and and I think this is one of the more Jaguars things that's ever happened. I think one thing that's nice about being a Jaguars fan is at least they're consistent. They're on brand with the ways. It's impressive the ways they they can mess up. Like I, I recall um, uh, one drive, you know, they were they were at like the 20 yard line and I was like, all right, so they're going to get oh, three God. points out of this. And then it just all fell apart. John Brown missed a field goal, which John Brown, I mean, come on. The dude oh, yeah. Three out of four, right? Had never kicked a field goal in his life. He made three out of four. Dude, that's basically and they calling me off the field and being like, we don't care. Which never that, kicked ever. Cool. Which he, I actually got off topic, but from what I wanted to bring up, which is <laughs> Joe Schobert, all right, I already mentioned his mic'd up bit. There was one point where Joe Schobert, when he got the interception, right afterwards, he's explaining how he got the interception. He said, well, I was actually supposed to blitz, but I didn't realize, I didn't think I was going to get there. So I just watched the quarterback's eyes and then I just tipped it in the air and then it, bam, it just happened to me. So he's... Mic'd up, he's aware he's mic'd up, and he's basically saying, like, what a hilarious thing. I can't believe I got this interception. Which means either he doesn't believe in himself to get to the quarterback, or, or he hates garbage. Todd Wash so much that he's dude. like, I'm going to do what I want to do because Todd Wash is insane. He must be toxic. Todd Wash must be toxic. I just thought that was hilarious. That I was like, because I would think, too, that they would cut That's that true. out of the Why mic'd are all up the section? defensive players gone? Nobody talks about like the offensive side of the ball, or you know, no, no wide receivers. Like, man, I got to get out of here. Why are our defensive players not? It was not because they, they, no. Look, look, don't get this wrong. Jalen Ramsey loved Todd Wash. He, he, Jalen Ramsey tells no lies. He actually doesn't. He's actually blatantly honest, and he said that he loved Todd Wash. I think that it was he, Todd Wash wasn't in that office when they were having that meeting. I want to say it was probably Marone, maybe, or it was three people. It was TC. And it was probably Dave Caldwell and then one more guy. I don't think it was Ty Wash, though. I think he's up there in the chain like that. Why but, wouldn't they bring the defense coordinator to talk to the corner about? Uh, because I think it was talking about money, and that has nothing to do with Ty Wash. That has nothing to do with Doug Marone either, though. It doesn't. You're right. So I don't know who the third guy was up there, but I'm sure it was Dave Caldwell, Tom Coughlin, and maybe Tony Khan. I don't know. Yeah, I knows. Put a pass or shot. Who knows? I mean, nothing's communicated. I don't know, so but that question, know. I think that players did love Ty Watch. Ty Watch lost a lot of his talent. All his depth out the window. And 
Well, whose fault is that, though? I, Who do you put the blame on? Us, uh, as fans. I, no, I no, do not. I oh, put, Nick, I that's it. low. Yeah, that's very low, sir. <laughs> and very offensive. I Did you see it, me put that reverse Uno card uh, on the table just I now? Put that, <laughs> I like to put that on, like, on just completely <laughs> higher front office. Like, maybe, like, my whole thing was always Tom Coughlin couldn't get with a younger generation of football players. And I also think that there is just a money thing involved. That would, you know, just be honest. So if you're the owner and you have a person that's in held in high regard that you know is a hard ass, but you're looking for discipline. I'm and at the same time, you're also on the same other side of the coin asking for him, someone who is 80 years old, to be relatable to 22-year-olds in this 2020 no, 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 generation. No, no, no. I mean, but that's unrealistic. To, like, no, no, well, I'm not saying to be able to relate, but I'm saying to be able to be fair, to be... Uh, you can't be finding guys for chewing gum, bro. You just can't. That's fine, but I also think you that if you're looking for discipline, for sh- it's not supposed to be in the football head of football you organization. It's supposed to probably be in like head coaching or like <laughs> coaching staff. Or you can't have a Leonard Fournette sit out a whole goddamn game because he missed a team photo. Shut up. Back up. I get that. I get what you're saying, but what I'm asking you is what type of discipline were you suggesting when you had suggested that there needed to be more discipline? And you talk about uh, the same the, guy that we look to for discipline is also an 80-year-old man that cannot relate to the team. So it's this, like, where? so where, who do you go with? Where do you Jerry go? Jerry Jones is old as, old so as the dirt. At, at this that, point, that rolls different are, man. He's, old, he's different as old man. as the tumbleweed in Dallas, dog, okay? At, at, no. this, at this point, us talking about Tom Coughlin is like Donald yeah, Trump still talking about Hillary Clinton. Oh, true. It yeah. is. There is no. <laughs> there is, is nothing of this horse that remains. It has been beaten into but atoms. Some, but sometimes the past is relevant. Well, now we're reflecting on trying it to is. figure yeah. out how, where we went wrong because we've gone down this path and still nobody has an answer. We don't need to know where we went wrong. Well, we well, need to we, fix. We know. The, we know the answer to be that Doug Marone is not a disciplinary. Like. So d- get him out of that. Die, go. He's got to go because there's no discipline go. on the team. There's right. two lacks of data. So the bullet enough energy. So let's give our the official Jags list. Bullet pointed in tweets of uh, uh-huh. what we need to do to go, like we got to get Maroon, get that Maroon out of there. Right. We got to get, get that Todd Wash, get that out of there. Yeah, Dave Caldwell has to go. Dave Caldwell, Caldwell has to probably to go. go too. Yeah. You know how nice it would be. And to then see wait, who's what's next? Who who else? But he's worked his Jake ass Ruby off to has get to go. guys here. They all have though. to go. No. No, we don't got time to be considering. We just got to get them out. Just All right, this is what I suggest. Yank them out. This is what I suggest. End of the season comes around. Chad Khan fires everyone. Hires a whole new front office. The reason why there is an incentive to do that is because you have 12 draft picks in 2021. You have an unknown quarterback. You have... You have some really good wide receivers right now that are still under contract, and you found a running back diamond in the rough. If I was a head coach, that's exactly where I want to go. You're telling me that I get to pick. I have probably a first-round pick, or at least if I don't have a first-round pick, I probably have it in the top three. You're telling me I get to pick my quarterback. I get to pick my coaches. I don't have anybody that's going to be holding me back from anything, and I get 12 draft picks. Yeah, I'm picking Jacksonville over any other coaching opportunity in the NFL. And this is where the Jaguars can really mess this up for me. And I'm always, I'm classically crazy in the sense that I like to do the whole ultimatum thing. Like, if they do this, I'm done. (laughs) But seriously, if they hire interim again, I'm done. I cannot continue to support a franchise 
that can't even get their head out of their ass enough to make a decision that I knew they shouldn't have made. Right. They bring up Jake Rudin as the head coach for this football team after they fire Doug Marone. I'm firing myself as a fan, dude. (laughs) Done. You cannot watch it. Cannot do it anymore. I can't continue to watch interims come up for the Jaguars. I can't continue to think that, well, he wasn't. He was our coordinator last year, so he'll be great for our. He'll be great to do this. No, I'm tired of it. He fucked up. He did a fourth and one, and he gave the ball to James Robinson, and it looked like ass. He's done. You lost your job. That's it. Goodbye. Yeah, go home. Go yeah, you're not. I think. I think Chandler has ended his friendship. You ran with James the Robinson for 12 rushes. For 29 yards against the 29th worst defense at rushing in the NFL and on no one Sunday. Else. And you the, deserve to keep your job. Not the only, ball. We gave the ball to no one else. Not only that, you deserve to be our interim head coach. Come on up, buddy. I'll be done. I'll well, be fucking done. And Chandler, my language this all is back, no, this this is uh, that's right. That makes more sense, more fire from you than I'm used to seeing because I know you're upset, but you don't usually vocalize it the way you have been tonight. But I, I completely understand. I mean, oh, most Jags fans that are actually Jags fans, <laughs> there's some deep pain there. And if if the right nerve gets hit, you lose your mind. I, I mean, mean, we saw it on the radio last night. I mean, there were there were there were like hosts of shows that were having to leave the recording studio because of how angry they were. There were there were other like co-hosts that were concerned about the health of said of how they were, you know, how they were responding. I was listening to 1010XL and it was just the sound of steam coming out of ears. It was just... Well, like, when you have veteran, like, old players that are considered legends, in my eyes, I've just been a fan since I was a kid, saying that it's an embarrassment to be a veteran. It's It's an embarrassment to be one of the better players on this team because of where we have... Not like like they've been watching the path and they've seen it they've seen it go down and they do not like the path that we are headed. They have to know more about football than I do. That's they why Fred was know. crying. <laughs> Fred cried? No, not really. That's a joke. Oh, I don't want to see men cry. You're so only allowed to be, cry at like the Grand Canyon when your mom dies. Yeah, like funerals and like yeah. did she die so at the Grand Canyon? Um, before this game, my girlfriend had some friends over, and they, they wanted to go to an NFL football game. They live in Savannah, so they thought, oh, let's go to Jacksonville, right? Cheap game, cheap tickets. Okay. So one of the guys that comes, and I was telling you guys about this before we started recording, he's a, he's a Patriots fan. and uh, Absolutely he, gross. He Sorry. found a Lions jersey on Craigslist the day before the game, bought the Lions jersey, and decided to be a Lions fan, but not like a quiet Lions fan. He he talked me into going to the game too. And while I'm walking into the stadium, he's just saying "Go Lions" to like everyone all around. Damn. And the the so, the worst, the the biggest nerve that this man hit, because we were we were drinking the night before, and I don't drink a whole lot. And uh, you know we're having a great time. And he's he's talking to me and he's saying, you know, you, so you're a Jags fan, Kevin. Uh, how big of a Jags fan are you? I'm like, well, I've been watching every game for as long as I can remember. And, you know, you're a Patriots fan, so I'm sure you know that Miles Jack wasn't down. Like, you know, GG, but, you know, he wasn't down. Facts. And uh, he looked me in the eye and said, well, what are you talking about? Miles Jack was down. 
<laughs> and and I was like, man. I was basically like, you know, okay. Uh, so, so like in terms of, you're just saying like how it was called. You're not saying like that's reality. And he's like, no, I watched the replay many times. Miles Jack was down. <laughs> and this and, is what and, it's like talking to a 9-11 truther. <laughs> well, no. And, and when I say, when I say that like I went from being in a great mood to just being in a not great mood quickly and and my girlfriend could tell I was getting heated because I was just kind of pressing him on it. It's because it, it is it is the equivalent of this man denying the existence of climate change in front of my face and just dragging me through it. Not only, but then like continuing to bring it up throughout the night. Yeah. <laughs> like how Constantly. he continues to not believe it. That reminds me of like if that he should have got a Punch mm. to the throat, Kevin. Just, <laughs> I don't know, man. I just, nice. Patriots fans are the worst, right? You're sure like, this wasn't the some worst. elaborate yeah. well. Instagram generation bit that he was in some like weird, like you were reeling with a real and, Tim and, Heidecker and, type. You weren't on his vlog for like a candid reaction. Like, <laughs> right? Know, like, yeah, he's going to post out a YouTube video. His friend's in a trash can. <laughs> totally pranking this Jaguar As fan a person, he's a, super, he's a super nice person, but... For whatever reason, he was like, I'm going to push this diehard fan's buttons because being a Patriots fan and living that glory wasn't good enough, I guess. It's it's a classic situation for why kings become tyrannical. When you have all of the wealth and glory in the world, you start being evil and mean to people because it's your only entertainment anymore. Right. It's why you start doing weird sex things and like <laughs> beheading your wives. Like. That's the equivalent of this. He's like, let's pick on this lowly Jaguars so fan. You're, you're like, how weird of sex things so are So you're accusing about? this Patriots <laughs> fan of having the, having the corruption <laughs> of like Caligula and Nero. He's and King Henry VIII. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah, no, it sounds like you were hanging out with literally Hitler. So <laughs> it makes sense. This might, guy might have been a time traveler, or he might have been like one of those Argentinian Hitler clones that they. When every did. every time like every time the Lions <laughs> did something good on Sunday, he tried to give me a high five. Mm. That's when you give him the high five, like Goku, like <laughs> prepping up for like some major attack and just attack that hand. Just, Look, just the the audacity, the, straight the, the audacity. Yeah, high fiving anything the Lions do—that is already on thin ice. High-fiving <laughs> anything the Lions do during a pandemic, absolutely criminal. You, you might as well be giving people herpes. Also during a Jags game. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's just, that's just pure evil, man, if it you is. ask me. If that is. Kind, see, I mean, like, kind of like, hey, welcome to my house. How can I help you? You know what I'm going to do? I'm actually going to just mentally destroy you for the next 12 hours <laughs> for no other reason. Did he yeah. did he see ya. Night? Bye. Have a good he day. the night? Yeah. Oh my God! It's hard. I mean, he like and and you know, maybe he didn't somehow realize how painful it is. But does he know you have a podcast? Well, he he. I told him later. I told him. Oh, later so he didn't know prior. He doesn't no. need to know. I feel like he, he would know. That's know. exactly what somebody would do if they knew you had a podcast. Some people like to hurt people. They don't know. They invite you over for family dinner, and they're like, "You like Jello with broccoli in it, right?" And you don't, you just, you're trapped. You don't want to be disrespectful. You're trapped. But and yet, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Kevin. I'm sorry that <laughs> no one there cared enough about you to prevent that from going on even a second longer. Well, and, and I, you know, I, I, I did defend myself and the honor of the Jaguar, so to speak. And, and frankly, <laughs> I might have right? gone a little too far. I, I'm not a violent person. I, I, 
Never been in a fight. <laughs> but I never. killed it. <laughs> uh, I thought about it once or twice. You, you know, given it a shot on Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it's. I think anytime this type of stuff happens, there have been so many times in my life where I've found when people make fun of the Jaguars or they make fun of Jacksonville, they're kind of intertwined. And it just consistently comes that way because people make fun of Jacksonville the same way they make fun of the Jaguars. And as someone who loves this city dearly, it's just... Well, you just you just want to fight like if hell. You love this you city. Fight like hell if you love it. this city, you might and you're at the stadium, you might get punched in the face. It just happens. Mm. Yeah, probably. I've, I've been there. I've been punched in the face in the stadium. And so <laughs> yeah, but you've been punched defending, in the face defending, at like parties. Defending Jacksonville. <laughs> defending Jacksonville. I've been Me too, punched, man. Punched in the face. By Patriots fans. You've been punched in the face in several places, man. Factors, though, you guys got left alone. And I tell all my friends, don't ever go to the stadium alone. Yeah. You that always is true. bring I some back No more. I've, I've finally always learned my firepower. lesson. And I wasn't, even at a ja- <laughs> I wasn't even at a Jaguars game. I was at the Tax Slayer Bowl. Crazy. Kevin, there's only one thing for you to do, and this is systematically become this man's best friend. And at the moment, he entrusts you with everything you betray him. You just drop him Destroying. Game his desires forever. You've got to like, you've got to say there's the promise, there's the turn, and then as his life falls in on itself, say that there's the prestige. And that's when you just walk away and you're like, never really cared <laughs> and to at the very, And the right before you leave the door, go Jack. You fart. And then you just shut the door and walk <laughs> right away. <laughs> got him. That is diabolical. Well, <laughs> yeah. I guess that's where we're leaving this. With a fart in the room. Yeah, man. Bye but, week coming up. We're but you gonna, know what they we know say? No, it's not. Next week we got the Chargers. Because oh, really? Corona yeah. pushed our bye week like back. Oh, Jesus Christ. We're playing the Chargers on Sunday, fellas. In hey. L.A.? Yes. You know, yes. And you know we don't do yes, good there. We do horrible in LA. We're the Lord win. does I'm not put you, anything before you that you can't overcome. With millions of dollars. Just Chandler, if hand wait, over heart. If you call a, if you if if you're calling a five hundred season, if we make it to five hundred dog, I will I will You gotta eat your hat. I'll buy you I'll buy you a lot of something. Okay? That's okay. It. That's it. That's it. Shout out to shout out to Austin Lane. Austin Lane. Austin Lane tweeted, "It's week six, and the Jags are in the final scene of Reservoir Dogs." And specifically, <laughs> the the image was when the one guy had already been shot, and that person bleeding on the floor it's is Todd Wash. And <laughs> I, that's just where we're at. We're all pointing guns at each other, and no one. It's and it's not like the one in the office where they're pointing fake guns at each other. These are real Tom guns. Tom Coughlin was. These the are one loaded dead. guns. Yeah. And then it was Todd Wash pointing at Doug Marone, and Doug Marone pointing at Todd Wash. Yeah. Yeah, I. Um, Jay Gruden wasn't in it. Yeah, Jay Gruden's not yeah. in it. No, he's saved. No one talks about Jay Gruden. It's because Jay Gruden. Oh, I do. You know, if he learned how to run the damn ball, he might actually be all right. The Jags are confused. They're, we don't know what we're doing. Uh, <laughs> I'm I'm confused and I'm scared. But you know what? A man is most dangerous when his back is against the wall, and and the and the cornered rat will bite the cat, as as they say. And so I'm hoping that we we're gonna go nine and seven. <laughs> I, I'm I'm huffing I'm huffing the dust, man. You're, you're, yeah, man. There you are. Yeah, I'm you are. all know. I got some dust. I have a question. I'm with Chandler. Why wouldn't the Jaguars do an audible or a play option to first play the game every single time? 
Is this the time to discuss that? <laughs> and they're always so typical. It's run, run, pass. You know, you know what I mean. It's like the locker room is lost. I just want to say that the moment you see, the moment <laughs> oh you my see, god, the moment you see D- DJ Shark. I just want to say this: the moment you see DJ Shark like not with it is when it's like all gone. That guy, that guy's one of the most optimistic players I've ever honestly met. Get out of nice. here! Yeah, get out of here, DJ Shark! Congratulations on the baby. All right, I think got we're nice shoes too. The baby's got issues. No, nice shoes. Oh, not nice shoes. God, you had me worried there. <laughs> nice shoes. All right, nice shoes, baby shark. Love you, DJ. Still do vault a lot, huh? All right. Me so. too. All right, later, y'all. Go Jags. Hey, this is Josh signing off. Oh, Taylor. Kevin Wyatt. Oh, Miles Joyner. <laughs> Jesus, and Nick. And uh, we'll catch you guys next week. Hopefully, later. the Jags are. Uh, I hope it gets better. We're getting the victory.